Welcome to the Lifting Lindsay podcast. So today's episode is really brought to you by one of my clients where we were having this awesome conversation. She's a dental hygienist. We were having this awesome conversation about genes, about genetics. And I, th- I think that what's often missed is, I'm, I mean, I'm sure you've heard the phrase growth mindset or fixed mindset, right? So one of them means growth mindset is I can change, I can adapt, I can learn, I can grow. It doesn't matter my age, it doesn't matter anything really. I have the ability to do that. And I love the I love the focus on growth mindset. I really believe it sets people free in so many aspects of their life because so many people just feel like everything is fixed. Everything is fixed. And everything's working against them. And that fixed mindset of, I can, I can control nothing. I can change nothing. That is literally the definition of being damned. That is literally it. That I know I'm not an agent to act. I'm just an agent to be acted upon. I can do nothing. Everything just happens to me. There's nothing I can change. There's no way I can do X, Y, and Z. It's because this is these are the cards that were handed to me. A lot of times I hear, these are just my genetics. There's nothing I can do. It's that, it truly is that fixed mindset. So I was talking with my client about fixed mindset versus growth mindset and genes versus environment. I really loved what she had to say. She said, as a dental hygienist, people will come in and they open up their mouths and she gets in there and starts working on them and she sees all the nitty gritty, right? And she'll start cleaning their teeth. She'll start working with them, telling them like, these are the things that that I'm seeing. This is what we need to work on. And she said, so many of them, so many of them just quickly jump to oh, that's just my genetics. Like my grandpa lost all his teeth. My mom always had cavities. My aunt, blah, blah, blah. Like it's all these stories. It's all genetics. It's just genetics. There's not much I can do. And she's like, okay, so I get, (laughs) I get that genetics have a role to play in life. And she goes, but no matter what these people's genetics are, they could easily avoid the issues that we're seeing today by doing the dailies. So she goes through talking about like if they would brush their teeth twice a day, you know, using toothpaste, if they would floss daily, if they would really scrub their tongue, if they were using mouthwash, if they were visiting the dentist regularly. She's like, they're just these dailies that it doesn't matter if your grandpa lost all of his teeth. It doesn't matter if your grandma or your mom had a million cavities. Those things, like, I get it. Maybe your enamel is in his heart. But, but those things could easily be avoided if the dailies were being done. But since the dailies aren't being done, now this is the environment that we have established for these teeth. And now this is like, 
what we're dealing with. We're dealing with all of the negative consequences of them. But had the dailies been done, we wouldn't be dealing with the cavities. So although your enamel might be, you know, not as tough as somebody else's, maybe somebody else could go, you know, three months without brushing their teeth and you can only go a month. But it doesn't matter if the dailies are being done. So we can spend all this time arguing about genetics, but the truth of the matter is you really do have more control. And sometimes the genetics argument is, is more of just kind of a fixed mindset type of approach to a problem of this is just what was handed to me. There's nothing that can be done sort of thing. So what's really interesting, if you read through like development of the mind and body in regards to genetics, you know, there are just kind of these misconceptions that genes are set in stone. These are the cards that have been handed to me. And research really does show that experience determines how genes are turned on and off. And it can even determine whether some genes are even expressed at all. So yeah, you may have a genetic disposition for something, but your daily choices can actually determine whether that's turned on or off, whether that even manifests itself, whether you even see that at all. And so what I think that we see a lot of times with foods isn't so much of a, well, this is set in stone. This is your genetics. No matter what you do, you're just going to be unhealthy and overweight and this and that. I think what we're seeing more than not are food cultures handed down the generations. And the way we treat foods and the way we use foods being handed down from one generation to another. And it's incredible and it's incredibly freeing to know that you can actually choose today your food culture, your environment, your children's food culture, your children's environment. And this is this goes for both sides of the spectrum, whether it's a family who 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 didn't have healthy habits of food who used food to avoid you know hard in life that was kind of their self medication i don't feel good i'm having a hard time here here's an ice cream here here's food feel better so it's that it's um overeating and under moving. So it's those lifestyles that can be stopped, but also the other side of the spectrum. Because a lot of us grew up with moms who were on the other side that maybe taught food restriction too much, right? They're not eating very much. And we watch them. We watch them obsess and not eat very much. And foods are bad. And I can't eat that. And 
it, it, so it, we have it on both sides. And what's so beautiful is we get to stop things right here and right now and sit down and really take an inventory of our past and how we can change our present. How can we change our food cultures, our environments today to set ourselves and our children up for a far better, healthy relationship with food, with movement, and with health overall? I just really want you to think about that. So today's podcast really is just posing this question. Have you been blaming genetics too much? Or have you really sat down and changed your environment so that these certain genes within you aren't even turned on, whether they're there or not? And I love that research shows that so clearly now, that we have far more control and Sometimes it's so easy to say, ah, but my genetics. Well, but it's your dailies that get you to where you are today. It really is. Were you daily moving and fueling appropriately and eating enough protein and eating whole foods, you know, 80% of the time? Or did you have no knowledge of food? Or were you using food to make you feel good and avoid the hard in life? You know, oftentimes I talk about this, guys. There's the body and the mind in fitness. And a lot of times we know what we should be doing as far as the body. But sometimes it's this, the mind piece that's really holding us back. And are you using foods inappropriately? Are you using them in ways where you are avoiding feelings? I, I cannot tell you as a coach, when it comes to me breaking things down of why aren't we really staying on track? It usually has to do with the fact that Foods are being used as self-medication. That there's a hard day and you just want to feel good. So you lay down and just want food to make you feel good or a drink to just kind of wipe that away. And it's, it's instead of dealing with the hard, I have a relationship that is really taxing me emotionally. And so I'm going to turn to food. My child was just screaming, my, you know, newborn, just screaming. And so I just, I can't take it anymore. I'm just going to go in my room and I'm going to eat something. I'm going to feel good. Food nowadays is so readily available and really good, yummy tasting food that oftentimes we go to it just too quickly instead of, we want to just avoid the hard. Instead of sitting down and being honest with yourself about, I'm having these bad feelings, eating that chocolate is not going to solve this. I need to learn 
to be in the moment and be uncomfortable in the moment and be okay being uncomfortable in the moment. Not every moment actually needs to be filled with joy. Not every moment is an Instagram picture, right? There's the reality of life is that we don't enjoy the happy without the hard. And if we avoid the hard at all cost, then typically it just gets pushed and it comes out in other negative ways, gets pushed down and then manifests itself in other unhealthy ways. We try to avoid feelings at all cost. And it always comes back to hurt us. And a lot of times it comes back in ways of, I'm going to avoid it by reaching towards food. So today's invitation for you is to sit down and really ask yourself, what is my family food culture? What am I passing on? Am I passing on an unhealthy obsession with being just skinny? Or am I showing my children or am I passing on to whomever a love of health and movement of strength of fueling my body appropriately and sit down and write down what was handed to me What were the cards that I was dealt with and how can I change them? Because the great thing is you can. So I was talking with a client and as we were discussing uh, what was really holding her back, because she knew logistically how to track and everything, how to do it. But when I was talking to her about what do you think your, your, your family, and and she even started talking to me about, well, genetically, my, my kids are just going to look this certain way because you know, it's part of their genetics and, and my husband's going to look this way and I'm going to look this way. And it just, it's a genetic thing. And I said, that's interesting. So what was the food culture like in your family? And she sat there and she started thinking, she goes, oh, well, my dad brought home fast food every night. Like, oh, what did you eat during the day? Well, my mom really liked treats, so we usually just kind of snacked on like crackers and treats all day long and had cereal for breakfast and, oh, interesting. Okay, so was it your genetics? (laughs) What about movement? Hmm, that's interesting. Okay, so what about movement? Did your your family move a lot? Did you go biking? Did you go hiking? Were you guys, did you do family walks? Would you? And she sat there and was like, oh, no. We would come back from school and like watch TV and play video games and I would read. And and what would you do with your family when you do activities? We just kind of watch TV and a movie and maybe play games. I'm like, did you move at all? She's like, no. I'm like, huh. Okay. So I'm going to ask you the question again. Is it genetics? Or was it your family's health culture? And she goes, a week later, she came back. 
and said, I've been thinking a lot about that. And 100%, my family had no clue about health, about food, how to properly fuel our bodies, how to move at all. And I'm like, okay, okay, that is a great place to start. So what are you going to do now? What is your family going to look like? Are you going to stop that? Or are you going to continue the health culture that was passed on to you? The non-health culture that was passed on to you? And it was a great conversation. And I want just to invite you to sit down and really look at your health culture that was passed on to you and what you want to pass on. What do you want to change for yourself and the people around you? Thank you so much for joining me today on the Lifting Lindsay podcast. If you have any questions, you can always shoot me a DM on Instagram at Lifting Lindsay. You can also go to liftinglindsay.com to look at options for coaching as well as my optimized training app.